We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hi, Sister Twain. Hi. I still really love our theme song. I do too. It makes me happy. Yeah. You guys, it's been a minute. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been two weeks. We're really sorry that we weren't here last week. We never posted anything or gave any excuses. I was waiting for you to do that. (laughs) You you didn't. So I was like, okay, I guess we're not doing that. Well, uh, I I think everyone's going to be okay, though. I hope so. Are you guys okay? (laughs) Um, yeah, you were out of town and I, well, I was leaving on Sunday night, which is when we usually record. I was leaving on Sunday. Uh And so I had messaged you earlier in the week and said, Hey, I'm leaving on Sunday. Should we get together before Sunday and record something? And you ignored me. And then I had messaged you later in the week or we talked (laughs) later in the week. And you said, yes, let's record Saturday. And then I messaged you on Saturday and you were like, I'm dying. I'm sick and I'm dying. Yeah. I had some, uh, diarrhea. Okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Not the coronavirus, you guys. <laughs> no. Just right, run-of-the-mill diarrhea. Oh, it was crazy. It came out of fucking nowhere. Anyway, that's all you need and to know about everywhere. it. out of everywhere. Oh. There we are. The diarrhea just comes out of my butthole. Not out of everywhere. <laughs> just right out of your butthole. So, uh, not, so yeah. Not so, out of my tear ducts or anything. <laughs> Speaking of your tear ducts. Oh. oh wait. Uh, welcome to Hot Drinks. Welcome. This is Latter-day Twain. And I'm Brother Coffee, Jack Coffee. Yeah, you can call me Sister Twain. Uh, Hot Drinks is a podcast where we talk about, you know, Mormons and sex and <laughs> diary coming out of our tear ducts. You know, Mormons and sex. You know, like most podcasts do. Oh, my God. Um... And I'm Brother Jack Coffey. I don't never know how to introduce myself. Yeah, I know. So I'm not going to. Oh, okay. I'll introduce you. So okay, you are a young at heart, <laughs> 43? 40, I'm 42. 42-year-old man who... Uh, kind of a sad cowboy. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Okay, we're done. It's kind of a sad cowboy. <laughs> who got kicked out of a... Uh, do we tell them that? That I got kicked out of a drag show? Yeah. I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Anyway. By the way, my sad cowboy heart was blessed this week when the new Dixie Chick song came out. Gaslight. Gaslighter. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Love I love it. those chicks. Anyway, what? tell us about yourself, so, Sister Kate. Um, you, t- you, do, you do me. You okay. tell me about me. You're an old oh, lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> 49? 48? Fucking Christ. Fuck you. Just kidding. I know you're not that old. I know. Um, You are an actress. I am. You are a singer. Indeed. You are a purveyor of fine foods. What does purveyor mean? I think I think you're actually not a purveyor. I think purveyor means like you sell fine foods. Oh, you're like a representative of I am, selling fine I am, foods. I you work am. in the food industry. I do the payroll. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you are a daughter of God. <laughs> and by God, we mean I think we loosely decided it was really a passing comment that if we have to have a male God, uh-huh. that it will be Billy Porter. Oh yeah, but we really want to choose a heavenly mother. Yeah, so far, I'd we've got a female God. Dolly Parton is the Holy Ghost, and see right. Jane Kendrick as Jesus Christ. Oh, so we haven't chosen God yet. Heavenly Mother, you mean? Heavenly Mother? No, we haven't. Oh well, it's uh, it's International Women's Day it today, is. and isn't March International Women's Month? I don't. Fucking maybe it's know. February. I, I don't know. I know. <laughs> anyway, so maybe we should choose a heavenly mother. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So, what have you been up to, Sister Twain? Well. Other than having diarrhea coming up out of your butthole and not your tear ducts. (laughs) I've had ongoing issues with my eyes since December 26th. If you've been following, I roll. Um, These issues do not include diarrhea coming out of your tear ducts. Okay, so after seeing an eye doctor at the Moran Eye Clinic here in Salt Lake. Right, which is like, he was like the the plastic eye surgery specialist of the state of Utah. Well, well, I haven't gone there yet. I I got referred to that guy. Oh, okay. The chief... Yes, actually, we haven't talked for like two weeks. We so, don't talk when we don't do the podcast. Oh, I know. So his official title is he's the chief ophthalmologist of the Moran Eye Center. Right. And surprisingly young to be the chief. Oh, and he was kind of hot. Was yeah. he hot in real life? Yes. Oh, yes. He I really love, was. I love a hot doctor. Um, anyway, so after seeing, after having uh, four other doctor visits within the Moran Eye Center network, uh, I finally got referred to the chief. And the okay. chief, I, I had written down a timeline. On December 26th, this happened. And then the, the, all the different changes, right. all the doctor's visits, all the medications. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And I, he's just like typing away at his computer right. as I'm explaining everything. And, and then he pulls away and he looks at my eyes with the special lights. Right. While I have my chin on the chin rest thing. Right. And then he's like, okay, everything makes perfect sense. I know what's wrong with you. Oh my God, the suspense is killing me. And meanwhile, he's just hot while you're doing yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. He's just hot looking. And I'm not. And I'm not lately. You're, you and are very hot, but you have not been able to wear eye makeup. Which is very which has been frustrating for destri- me. Detrimental to your self-image. Yes. Right. Which has taught me a lot about myself. Sure. I, um, sure. Yeah. Um, but he says, first, do you have rosacea that you know of? Oh. And I said, no. We're talking about like how your skin gets red, right? right? And he's like, yeah. Like, when you drink alcohol, does your, does, you, does your skin turn red? Do you feel your face burning? I'm like, not really. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, a lot of people can have rosacea and never have that or the red skin. Oh, okay. And he said, but what you have isn't rosacea per se, but it's ocular rosacea. What? And I said, I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm 44. Uh-huh. I've never really had eye issues except for this or that. And this is the first time I've ever had styes. And he looked at his assistant and said, how many times have we heard that? People in, in between like the age of 30 and 50 saying, but this is the first time I've ever this had something. Yeah. And, and his assistant was like, all the time. So over time, it will manifest because... Because getting old sucks. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on this third round of antibiotics. It is a different antibiotic than I have been prescribed before. An antibiotic. 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 Ointment. Okay. And um, I'm doing these like um, wipes that are specially for your eyes and you use them to wipe like the the lid, the, the line, the lash line, that fleshy line. And so I'm, I love an ointment and I love a fleshy line. <laughs> I mean, if there is one thing I love, it's a fleshy line. So he told me, do that for 10 days, and I'm also going to refer you to a dermatologist. Oh, good. What's the dermatologist going to do? Talk to me about rosacea. Great. Yeah. So that's that. Is Medicaid paying for all this? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Medicaid.
Medicare. Wait, Medicare. Medicaid. Cade. Medicaid. Yeah, yeah, care is for the oldies. Right, but Medicare for but all. Goodies. That's what we want. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my that's my women's work, by the way. Oh yeah. So this segment that we just did, we yeah. call it women's, women's work. work. We just cover some housekeeping because yeah. housekeeping is women's work. Yeah. So I've got a couple things. So those of you that follow me on my personal Instagram whose name I will not mention because I'm still pretending that I'm anonymous. Yeah, But right. if you can find it, follow away. Um, I was in Palm Springs last week mm-hmm. for a conference. Yes. I've never been to Palm Springs before. Uh-huh. It is a magical city. It's warm and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> No, it's warm, but it's also like every street is perfectly manicured, mm. like so beautiful, like landscaped. The houses are all very beautiful. I stayed in a really... <clears throat> A hotel that I just wanted to tip my hat to, and here's why. Here's why. The hotel is called the Saguaro, if you've ever seen it online. It is, you can tell when you're staying there that deep down in its heart, it's just a shitty old motel that was built, <laughs> deep you down. know, be, built like 60 years ago. Yeah. But then someone had the brilliant idea of painting it a bunch of bright, obnoxious colors and putting like bright umbrellas at the pool and like making cute robes in the rooms that say pool on the back and like everything is like hot pink and like crazy and so it's like an instagrammer's paradise because it's like everywhere you look it's like this wall's purple and this wall's pink and the whole time i was just like good for you this hotel like you were a shitty rundown motel and you were just like what if we paint everything bright colors and then all the instagrammers (laughs) showed up and we all want to stay there yeah so it was lovely and it had a beautiful pool and i heard and last weekend not the weekend that I was there, but the previous weekend was Bear Weekend, <gasps> where the gay bears oh go there. Oh, my God. And you could still kind of smell the smell of Poppers and J. Lou. <laughs> Not really. But anyway. Uh, but it was very fun. It was a social media conference for one of my side hustles. And I actually went to several podcasting classes. And we have some exciting things coming up <clears throat> that we were discussing. So to make to continue our world domination. <laughs> Um, oh so that's God. been my week. It was so great, though. Oh, oh and I oh. also, on my way to the conference, stopped at the Las Vegas Costco. God damn it. And Jesus Christ, you guys, we're paying Just, way too much for alcohol. We fucking Way are. too much for alcohol. What, what are they doing with the with the tax dollars from alcohol here in Utah? Oh, I don't know. Is Jerking it, off with it. Okay, okay. I feel like some Republicans are coming on it and then they just <laughs> throw it away. But... I bought many bottles of wine oh, at the Costco because yes. they're all like $7. Right. I bought a giant, you know, the giant bottle of of bullet bourbon that uh-huh. in that in Utah costs fifty six dollars. Yeah, yeah. Fifty nine dollars, I think, or fifty six when it's on sale. Yeah. Thirty three dollars. Of fucking course. Of fucking course. I bought a huge thing of tequila for twenty bucks. Jesus. I mean just I bought a huge thing of vodka for ten, <laughs> like a nice vodka, because you know how I usually just drink shitty vodka yeah, in a yeah, plastic yeah. bottle. Right, right. This was quality <laughs> vodka. For like 13 bucks. Yeah. And then we just drank like half of it in the conference. And then we just drank half of it. It was great. I mean, I wasn't there, but I was just repeating what you said. Anyway. So question, when you were in Palm Springs, did you do any nightlife? Did you go out? Oh, of course not. (laughs) No, no, no. Why? Because I'm scared of people. But I mean, the three of you go to Well, we like went out to dinner. Oh, okay. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Okay, because there's this really cool place called the Purple Room that's in your area. (sighs) I know. You guys, I really wish I wasn't scared of everything and everyone. Because I would have loved, there are tons, I mean, if you don't know anything about Palm Springs, you should also know that it's like the gay retirement village uh-huh. of America. Right. <laughs> because if I would ever open like Scruff, the gay sex app, everyone on it was like over 60 yeah. <laughs> living in Palm Springs. Yeah. But like 
over 60 and also like kind of hot. Like they were looking good oh, for over well, 60. I mean, yeah, they've yeah. lived in California their whole so, life. So, so would that I was the kind of person that could be like, I'm going to go to a gay club. Cause I bet there's really fun gay clubs in Palm Springs. There are. Yeah. I've been to a couple, but why, but of course I wouldn't do that. No, Cause no. I hate myself. No, and I, I knew people. that. I just meant like a bar, cocktail no, lounge. No. Well, we did go. <clears throat> so one night when we were out, this is, does not count. But we found it was inside of a hotel, and I can't remember the name of a hotel. But we went to like a tiki bar uh-huh. that was like straight out of 1960, oh. and like the drinks were huge and delicious, and like not super expensive. And then the food was such tiki food, <coughs> such like 1960s food. It was like you know fish and chips or shrimp, or they had a burger. They also just inexplicably had like linguine bolognese, and then they also had like a hot like a. Where you could get like the fried spam with the gravy with the rice, oh, like the whole. God. So and everyone there was like seventy five, oh. and we thought it was the best thing ever. I love it. The I drinks love it. were so good. So. I love it. Great. One other little bit of women's work. Okay. That I was debating whether I was going to say anything about oh. or not on the podcast. You guys, I'm starting therapy on Monday. Did you not know that? Had I not told you that? Sister Twain's leaving the room. She's running in circles. Oh my god. And by oh. Monday, oh I mean tomorrow. At like one o'clock, so in like thirteen hours oh from now. Oh my god! I'm starting therapy. Had I not told you that? We're gonna do a group Marco Polo. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I am not gonna text you tomorrow and ask you how it went. Please don't. Okay. Because no, I didn't even. Okay. I mean, I, if it, I will text you okay. if I want to talk about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Fair. Because I almost didn't even bring it up on the podcast. Because <laughs> I don't. You guys don't message me. And ask how therapy went. And don't message me and tell me how proud you are of me because I will resent that. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So I start therapy tomorrow. Whatever. I don't care. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And I made this appointment like a month ago. And this was as soon as I could get it. And... So I just and, – and I think it was actually kind of good for me that it was so far out because then I was just like, yeah, book it. Great. Yeah, yeah, Put it on right. the calendar. I didn't have to think good, about it. Good, But in the last like 10 days, like I've had multiple panic attacks about going to therapy. Okay. So, That's you know. Fair. That's fair. And okay. multiple, That's okay. multiple like uh, moments of real like fucking anger where I'm like, fuck this. Why do I have to fucking go to fucking therapy? Oh, wow. So, you know. Wow. These wow. are all things wow. I should talk wow. to my therapist yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have a friend who's – who goes to therapy, who's been in and out of therapy her whole life, and she's very well-versed in therapy. <clears throat> and she told me months ago, she's like, just put that on your therapy list. Just start making a list of, like, things you want to address in therapy. Of course I haven't done that. No, it's not No, I can't do that. I can't face that. <laughs> so, like, I should kind of maybe start thinking about, like, what I want to say tomorrow, but I have no idea. Oh, don't worry about it. Your therapist will know what to do. <laughs> okay, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, you know that. You've been to therapy. I'm just like... Uh, but, but yeah, like, I... Uh, I get that stress. Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. I feel like I should come in prepared. But no, right. your therapist went to school. Oh, God. Is the one and is the See, one that's prepared. See, even thinking about it now, I kind of want to go throw up in the corner. So. Oh, where Cindy is. Where Cindy is. You can just throw up Cindy, right on Cindy. Cindy, will you get out the throw up bucket? <laughs> the throw up bowl. Have oh. we ever talked about the throw up bowl on hot drinks? No. Okay. Well, we're out of time, so I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> we're out of time. Bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> we're out of time for this segment. This segment. But coming I love up it. soon, the, the throw up bowl. So we, um, we've got a top five for you today. Yes, we do. And the topic is, do you want to tell us what the top five is? It is. Do you remember what the top five I, is? I, I do. It has two different titles that mean the same thing. Right. The top five ways that human beings have strayed from Jesus' light. Yes. Or... <laughs> The top five, like, popular trends. trends 
that make us garbage humans. Yes. That yeah. means that that shows us humans are broken. So to be clear, this is not this is not me and Sister Twain being garbage humans. This is like the top five things that prove that humanity right. is garbage. Yeah. So And most gonna... of it happened probably in the two thousands. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break. Okay. And then we're going to come back and we're going to tell you the top five trends that show that we've strayed too far from Jesus's light. Break it. And by Jesus, we mean CJ and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. She's got her legal pad. It's yellow. You guys, I brought Sister Twaint back a gift from the conference I was at, and it was a journal made of paper, because Sister Twaint loves paper. Oh, you know what? I I peeled the plastic off of it, and I haven't looked at it yet. You haven't even opened it. I know. There's goal-setting pages. There's monthly things. And you know what I like? The blank pages, they do the dot grid. So it's not lines. Mm -hmm. It's a dot grid. Ooh. It's beautiful. You'll love it. I don't even know. I have one for... I, of course, I got one as well. I chose the pink journal for myself, and I gave you the black journal. Well, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we today are talking about the top five trends that prove We're humanity bro- is fucked. Is broken. We're just, I mean. We've strayed too far from C. Jane's light. I, <laughs> so number What's one. What's number one? My number one is Ben Affleck. <laughs> he is a trend. <laughs> why, why Ben Affleck? Because, come on. And it's not just this fucking basketball movie, broken white man movie. That basketball movie. It's not just that, but like... I feel like we've talked about the basketball movie on this show before. We have. But but, but Ben Affleck in particular. So, like, I get it. Like, he co-wrote Good Will Uh Hunting. Uh Uh-huh. Fucking amazing script. Brilliant. And he can act... Sure. Okay. Sure. But but there is nothing in my mind that he has ever done that constitutes his celebrity, his right. fandom. Right. Like he is just like I think about it. Like I don't I don't hate him. Right. I don't despise him. Right. But like I think about his body of work, and I'm just like, why did why did we need that? Yeah. What what is it? Why do we... It's like, okay, here's what it's like. Okay. You know when you put toast in the toaster? Okay. And you go to like finish brushing your... It's you, white bread, right? This uh, oh, yeah. This wonder. Like wonder wonder yeah. bread. Or Grandma Um Or Hostess. Hostess does white bread. Did you they know that? They make bread? They do. Does it have cream inside? No. Okay. Sorry. So... You put, you, you put you push, some grandma sycamores you, in the toaster. You push the toaster button down. You go finish drying your hair or gathering your stuff. And it's five whole minutes has gone by. Your toaster popped three minutes right. ago. The toast is room temperature now. Right. And so you think, oh, I'll just toast it again for just a second to warm it up. Right. But then it does a full cycle and it right. comes out like a crouton. Right. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> how, what, how and why? Just I uh, just it, unnecessary. It, it's not unneeded. It's not it, okay. So it's was like, the first incl- was the first time the toast popped up and it still was warm. Was that Good Matt Damon? Oh, yeah. I thought that was Good Will Hunting. <laughs> and then you were like, "Let's see what else this toast has got." So, but like, <laughs> it's not that the toast is stale because it sat out, right? But it has all the same qualities. It's like, let's make a new product that feels like an old, tired product. (laughs) That's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Do you remember, though? Okay, so just cast your mind back with me. Oh, I will. Gone Girl. Yeah. 
there's a shower scene. Uh, yeah. He's a little bit chubby. Yeah. And you see his ass uh-huh. and you maybe see his dick. Oh. That's when I loved Ben Affleck the most. <laughs> like That's he was like slightly chubby Ben Affleck. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Ben Affleck is hotter when he's fatter. I think that everyone is. That's fair. That's really true. Yeah. What if Oscar Isaac got like kind of thick and had a little belly? Oh my God. Jesus. Punch me right in the teeth. Right in the teeth. Knock out my top teeth. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, here's the other thing about being in a conference for one week that was all women. It was a conference for women, yeah, FYI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was the big tall <laughs> gay man in the room. And also I was sharing a room with my sister and a friend of ours. Yeah. Hi, shout out to my sister. And friend of ours. I was fucking horny. Aww. Like you could not believe. Sorry, sister. <laughs> Sorry, my sweet sister was listening. <laughs> but I was sharing a room, so I couldn't, you know, jerk off or anything. Oh. And I was just sitting in a room full of women all day. And I was like, hey, I'll be. So women. you went a whole week without touching yourself. Oh yeah. Oh God. And but then, but anytime I saw like a man, like occasionally there would be like, you know, an, a hotel employee. <laughs> I would just be like, he's so beautiful. Right, right. <laughs> and then the very last day of the conference. <laughs> So I think the hotel that we were at, I think the conference had sort of booked out the entire hotel for the conference. Like, right. they didn't pay for our rooms or anything, but I think they had kind of reserved the hotel. Yeah. So basically, everyone staying in the hotel was <clears throat> conference people. And so the area around the pool was just all, was set up with just, like, round tables, because that's where we had lunch every day, was out oh, by the pool. Yeah. So instead of having, like, lounge chairs or whatever, there were two lounge chairs still out at the pool, but mm-hmm. everything else was just, like, regular tables. Well, the conference ended on Friday, or Thursday was the last day of the conference, and then most people left Friday morning. So Thursday <coughs> afternoon, you could start to see some regular hotel guests checking in. So Thursday afternoon, we were having lunch at the pool. You know, all the ladies and they're like dressed to the nines, like sitting around the pool. And then there were like two gay guys that had just checked in <laughs> with like banging bods <laughs> in tiny, tiny swimsuits <laughs> sitting on the two lounge chairs available at the pool. And I was like, I salute you, my gay I brothers. Don't. They were probably with like, your Who, why the fuck are all these women here? Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so You're number one. my number one trend that shows we've strayed too far from Jesus' light <laughs> is why are we making so many things out of cauliflower? Oh, is it is it cheap? Well, here's the thing. I guess it's healthier or something. Than a carb? But doesn't it yeah. become a carb once you fry it or boil well, it? Well, no, it doesn't become a carb. It just becomes fried. That's still what cauliflower. happens to potatoes. No, they're a carb whether you eat them raw or boiled mm. or fried. <laughs> Check the science on that. So, you know... <clears throat> I love cauliflower, first of all. First of all. I love it roasted. Yeah. I love it au gratin, uh-huh, uh-huh. which means with cheese. That's French for with cheese. Is that? I don't know. What does au gratin mean? <laughs> it means mean? with cheese. Does it really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I love a cauliflower. I love, it. I love it boiled with butter. I'd eat it boiled with butter, even though your house would smell like farts if yeah. that's how you cooked it. But then we like decided to make pizza crust out of cauliflower, and we decided to make gnocchi out of cauliflower. Well, okay, first we decided to boil cauliflower, mash it up like mashed potatoes, yeah. put in like butter and cream. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. But then we moved <sighs> to gnocchi and pizza crust, and that's when we went too far. I mean, it, have you ever tried the cauliflower gnocchi? So I bought them from Trader Joe's. Okay. Because Trader Joe's every year does a list of their, like, they do like a like a bracket, like they vote for their, they have you vote for their best product, and okay. it's voted by shoppers. Uh-huh. And every year the orange chicken wins. Oh. Well, this year the cauliflower gnocchi won. Whoa. So I was like, oh, because I had seen them before, but I was like, I don't need that bullshit in my life. <laughs> but then they won 
And so I was like, oh, well, like, maybe they're better than I thought they were. And here's the thing. They don't come with any, like, sauce or anything. It's just the cauliflower, cauliflower gnocchi. So you need to make your own sauce or whatever. So, you know, I have young kids. We're, I'm trying to help my kids eat more vegetables. Like, we're trying to eat, like, more nutrient-dense food. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, let's get the cauliflower gnocchi. And I'll make, like, a pasta sauce. We'll have some grilled chicken. Cooked up that cauliflower cauliflower gnocchi. Cauliflower gnocchi. And it was a big fucking gluey mess <laughs> of Elmer's glue. <laughs> Why do you think it got voted? I don't know. So high. Um, it was terrible. It was like, <laughs> it was all gluey and like gloppy and they were kind of falling apart, but also like sticking to each other. I didn't even put the sauce in because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, these are disgusting. I don't want to eat these. I'm glad you said that you still love cauliflower. Love it. Because... At my restaurant, we do fried cauliflower. Oh, and that is the best thing ever. It's you can get it in and of itself, or you can get it in a dish. It's, I love it's an it. option in in many in of your, our entrees. I love it in a wrap. It's so it's so, so good. Delicious. Highly recommend. Yeah. Highly so I'm not opposed to cauliflower. <clears throat> I just don't want to take cauliflower and make it into like bread items. Sure. It's not bread. It's not. I don't want to eat that. It, you know, and it's this. It's been going on for a few years. Right, because everyone's on keto or whatever. And and it's like one of those trends that goes on too long, and I don't understand how that happens. Like owls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ow. Like, owls <laughs> were a trend that went on too long? Like, in, like the animal? In, in decor, yes. Oh, owls okay. on everything, actually. Okay. On a cup, on a, on a right. phone case. I just thought you meant actual owls. <laughs> Like you were walking through a forest and some owl was like, hoo, hoo, and you're like, this is fucking gone too long. So sick of these things. Um, How about we come up with a better bird? And another one that has gone on for decades too long is vanilla smelling things like candles and lotion. No, It's still a thing. Oh my God. I love a candle. I hate a sweet smelling candle. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it. I know, I have two family members who buy candles that only smell like baked goods, like oh, the sugar no, cookie candle no. or the birthday cake candle. <laughs> exactly. And I go into their house and I'm like, am I Disneyland? Yeah. You know? So anyway. Anyway. Right. So keep your cauliflower for your wraps. Don't make, <laughs> don't make carbohydrates out of it. Um, okay. So let's take a little break. Uh-huh. And, and come then back let's... for numero deux. Numero deux. That means cheese with cheese. You guys, it's time for Frank Mouth. It is a Frank Mouth time. And by Frank Mouth, I mean it's time for an ad from one of our sponsors. Which has nothing to do with, uh, well, okay, let's start over. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You guys, welcome to Frank Mouth. (laughs) Oh, you meant actually start over? We don't have to. Okay, so it's time for an ad from one of our sponsors. Uh, And the sponsor is us. us. We're the sponsor. (laughs) We're your sponsor. We're your sponsor now, Karen. (laughs) So this is just a little ad to remind you of a special thing we have called a Patreon. Yes. What's a Patreon, Sister Twain? Oh, don't don't ask me to explain it. Okay, so a Patreon <laughs> is So you could, there's a website you can go to called patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com, mm-hmm. and on patreon.com you can Sign up to become a patron of an artist. Yes. So it might be a musician, it might be a painter, it might be a writer. It might be a foul, foul-mouthed pair of podcasters, and that's us. And that's our craft. That's our craft. That's yeah. our art. That is our power and our priesthood. And in our 
Patreon account. We have created tiers because that is how a Patreon is set up. And depending on the tier, you donate you donate a donate. certain amount of money every month. And d- depending on the tier, there are certain things you get in return. Yeah. So we're not going to go through all the tiers. You can look at them on Patreon.com yes. slash hot drinks. But basically, you can contribute as little as $1 a month. Uh-huh. You can contribute as much as twenty dollars a month. Yes, presumably more. We yeah. should make like an open, open tier where you can just give us a hundred dollars. Let's month or make something. an open tier. Let's do it. But but no. But whatever you contribute, you get more gifts from us, and those gifts include but are not limited to yeah. brevets, which are brief short episodes. Actually, no, we don't do brevets on there. We do demi tasse on there. Oh, demi tasse, uh-huh. which are brief short episodes, little tiny cups, a monthly vlog, a monthly vlog, which is a video yes. that we make. Uh huh. Um, you can get our newsletter, mm-hmm. the Novus Expositor. Yes. Where we have a cocktail recipe. We talk about what we're doing that month. We write you a lovely letter. Mm-hmm. Or you can even get a gift from us in the mail. Last this, month. This last month, yes, our patrons got um, specialized, specialized? Personalized. Personalized condoms. Yeah. That say hot drinks, drinks, and they have Jesus's hands with holes in them. Right, because one time I made a joke about fucking Jesus through the holes in his hands. Don't do it without a condom on. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you might get holy blood on your dick. I, well, what's the condom for, then? To keep the holy blood off your dick. Well, well, well holy blood sounds good, though. <laughs> anyway, and then the month before that, we, gave, we sent all of our top-tier patrons a tarot reading. A tarot card, uh-huh. and then a reading Accompanied for with a reading. And many people wrote to us and said, holy shit. That was that spot was fucking on. Yeah. Even though some of these people, we literally only know their name because they're patrons. They're not people we know in real life at all. There's a picture of my ass for the patrons. There, there are several inappropriate photos of you <laughs> on the Patreon. There are no inappropriate photos of me on the Patreon. I would really love it if there was a patron out there who is um, a female who's identified as female and heterosexual her whole life and seeing those pictures of me naked in temple clothes <laughs> makes them wonder if maybe they're bisexual. I hope for you that that comes true. And with that... So if you want to support us on Patreon, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash hot drinks, sign up for a tier. Mm-hmm. You'll get some lovely bonuses from us. Yes. It'll be great. Bye. Boop. You guys were back. Oh my god, that scared me. <laughs> like we're literally <laughs> sitting on the couch next to each other. We just recorded a Patreon ad because we're our own sponsor we this week. Are, fuck yeah. We'd like to thank our sponsors, us. Ourselves. Um, and then I started talking and it scared you. Yeah. When you I'm said sorry. we're back. Okay. Anyway. So we're talking about the top five trends that show us that we are fucked as a human race. <laughs> We've strayed too far from Jesus' light. We're dead inside. Yeah. What's your number two? Okay. My number two is, and this is going to, this is going to hurt some people's feelings. Okay. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> it is things like, not just this, but things like when people go see Hamilton and post on Twitter and say, we're in the room where it happens. <laughs> That's real. Or, that's so that's so real. When you are actually in Rome and you post when, when in, in Rome, Rome, that's not what you're supposed to fucking do. This is brilliant. This is so good. <laughs> um, hey you guys, I'm in the room where it happens <laughs> with your Hamilton program. Oh my god. Your knees and then a blurry stage off in the distance. Jesus Christ. Hey you guys, we will be found with your Evan Hansen program. <laughs> your knees and a blurry stage off in the distance. No. Having said that, 
if you were to revive you, your VHS tape of The Last of Mohicans mm-hmm. and posted, I will find you. Now, that would be funny. <laughs> With your knees, <laughs> your Last of the Mohicans program, <laughs> and it playing on your VHS. The, 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 case, the case for the VHS yes, tape, you're and you're like, I it. will find you. Why, would it, why do you have to watch it on VHS? I mean, I'm sure you can like buy that from iTunes. You can, but okay. I just wanted to say that... Let's, 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 uh, um, I, I don't know what, I, what, what I was trying to say was. <laughs> so if, if that would be funny and unexpected. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like no one is looking at your Hamilton Instagram post going, oh, I, that's great because that is that song. <laughs> that is a great caption because there's they, a song they really that are, says they're that. They're in the room where the play happens. Right. And within the play, there's the song <laughs> called The Room Where It Happens. Brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Um, there are a lot of other examples that I didn't have time to, to do. We're busy. Yeah. We're single parents. I did. <laughs> Um, but yes, but like, you know, uh, get more creative. Uh, I mean, if you're going to post a photo right. of you and your program. Right. Okay. Right. Because well, we all know if you don't post it, you really didn't see it's the play. It's like kind of a humble brag. It's kind of, it's kind of you. And yeah, I've been guilty brag. of this. Yeah, sure. Me too. I think at Hamilton. <laughs> but it's kind of you being like, I have enough money to go to a play, <laughs> bitches. Yeah. Yeah. And no one really cares. Put something in the caption like... Uh, I'm leaving at intermission or something like that. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be funny. Right, or, or I'm like, already drunk. Or if you were at Hamilton and you, and you wrote, I didn't know this was a play about black people. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. That yeah, would be yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're in the room where it happens. <laughs> Thank you. We know. Right. You know who else wrote that? You know. Every fucking Mormon mom who went to that <laughs> yeah. show that night. Every single Mormon mom in that audience wrote. <laughs> and then the next day at church, she bore her testimony about how she was in the room where it happens. Yeah. So you're a Mormon mom. Basically. I wonder. Oh, 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 that's good. Okay. Uh, okay. Gentle listeners, message us and tell us if, if this has happened. And I, I hate using the word happened now. Um, but if, if, this, if you've heard of this, since Hamilton came out, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who are still Mormon or dabbling in Mormonism or were Mormon when Hamilton came out or whatever, did you ever go to a class on Sunday or here in a testimony meeting, someone say the room where it happens right. and do that whole like Hamilton metaphor about the temple. Right. Guess what I did? Guess where I've heard that? Where? Over a Mormon pulpit. Guess why? Why? It was my dad's funeral. Guess who did it? Who? Me. Oh, I did oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. I, I quoted Hamilton in my dad's eulogy at his funeral. What room were you talking about? I didn't say the room where it happens. Oh, I said, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. What's that from? It's from Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> but it was about the idea. Okay, now there's my point. Now, if you post your program of Hamilton, put that in there. Well, I wasn't posting my program. It was my dad's no, funeral. No, I know. <laughs> but I was saying. Are we talking about your funeral or your funeral? I mean, are we talking about your dad's funeral or Hamilton? Both, because I, I quoted it at my. <laughs> I know, it here's the thing. Here's question. some things I did in my dad's eulogy. Okay. Quoted Broadway plays. Okay. Oh yeah. I swore at one point. What and did I, you say? I can't remember, but I made a point of swearing at some point. Oh my god. And I did not end in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You just walked away, and people. Were yeah, like, I was just uh, like, uh, I'm done, uh, and then I just left. And everyone was like, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so my number two. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went to Costco. 
in Las Vegas. Okay. In fact, rerouted our entire road trip to, so I could go to Costco yeah. because I'm an alcoholic. Oh. I had Googled best wines to buy at Costco. I had found some lists online. I had screenshotted <coughs> some wines I wanted. But I went in with an open heart, just ready to be inspired <laughs> by what I saw. It's like when you go to the farmer's market and you don't know what you're going to make for dinner that night. You just yeah. want to see what looks yummy. Yeah. You're like, this kale looks amazing. I'm going to make a kale salad. Right, right, right. So that was me at Costco in the alcohol section. Okay. So I got my wines. I got my big bottle of Bullet for $13. Yeah, yeah. I got my te- my tequila for $20. Mm-hmm. I got my big bottle of vodka for $13. Right. And then I was on my way out. And then mm-hmm. what did I see right there in front of me? Peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> For twenty three ninety nine. Okay, okay. We've strayed too far from God's life. Okay, okay. I see where we're going with this. But then you know what I did? You bought it. I bought that yeah, peanut butter yeah. whiskey. And, and, and spoiler alert. It's gone. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's so good. Do you have some still? Oh, I bought a second bottle on my oh, way oh, back oh, home. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make you a cocktail it. at the break. Oh, I'm so excited. So I'm like in the room where it happened. You're in the room where it happened. Oh, my cat just jumped on your lap. <laughs> So I bought this peanut butter whiskey. I thought, what am I, what am I fucking doing? Even as I'm loading the wine into the car, my sister was like, <laughs> peanut butter whiskey? Gross. I had a banana bread beer once. Oh, really? Is that, is that, like, does that fall into that category? I, I mean, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. we strayed too far from God's light, but maybe we don't want to be in God's light. If God's light means no peanut butter whiskey, I'd rather be in the darkness. It depends on which God you're talking about. So we we got back. To, you know, we finished our drive. We made it to our hotel in Palm Springs. We poured a little a little sample of the peanut butter whiskey for each of us. We sipped it. Uh-huh. It's fucking delicious. I can't wait because I don't normally like flavored alcohols, like flavored vodkas or anything. Because to me, they always taste really artificial. Yeah, you know, they taste like they have <clears throat> like you know cherry flavored syrup in them or whatever. So yeah, they don't yeah, taste yeah. good. The peanut butter whiskey is sweet, but also kind of nutty. Like, it's in, insanely good. So that night, so we tasted it, and then we went to get dinner at, like, just the restaurant at the hotel that was a Mexican restaurant. And we were like, we'd like a glass of horchata to go. And then we went back to our room, mm. and we made horchata peanut butter whiskey cocktails. Oh, my God. fucking licious. Dirty, dirty, dirty. I put a little in my coffee the next day. Yeah, Delicious. Deli- <laughs> so I bet anyway. you could put it on waffles. Oh, <laughs> Just some whiskey poured straight on the waffles. So over the course of the week, we drank the whole bottle. I was giving samples to people like, oh, my God, you got to try this. Um, So then... uh, Did your sister get drunk? I've never seen her drunk. Oh, yeah, many times. Is she so fun when she's drunk? So fun. We had so much fun. Oh, my God. So then on the way home... I'd like to see her, too. I was like... Oh, God. (laughs) You can edit that out. It's fine. Okay. So then on the way home, we... We stopped to get lunch, and right by the lunch, I wish I could remember the name of the store, but it was like a wine store. So it was like an, a store that sells alcohol, but not like a liquor store like you have in Utah. Is it, it one like, of those big box stores? Yeah. Like it BevMo? Or? Yeah, it was something like, it wasn't yeah. BevMo because I saw those. It was wine something. Anyway, uh-huh. so we were eating lunch, and it was literally in the same parking lot. And I was like, oh, I'm going to run over there and see if they have the peanut butter whiskey so I can take some home. <laughs> I do think they sell it in Utah, but I know it's going to be cheaper if I yeah, buy yeah, it yeah, outside yeah. of Utah. Yeah. So anyway, I go into this wine store, first of all. A big box wine, big box wine store in somewhere that's not Utah is a magical place. Oh fuck yeah, it is! I had never been in one before. No, yeah, they have just 
beautiful aisles that oh are well God. merchandised and of different wines. And so many deals and specials. and Right. Uh, and then they have an aisle that sells mix-ins. So you can grab your Sprite. You can grab your ginger beer. It's all there. They have a whole aisle that sells snacks. So you can grab some chips. It's you can re- grab- that's the responsible thing to do. They had lovely employees that were so helpful. I was like, hey, I'm looking, I'm looking for the screwball peanut butter whiskey. She's like, oh, it's right this Knowledge. way. Knowledgeable salespeople. Yes. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe and it. And bless their goddamn hearts, they're making nine dollars an hour. Oh, they probably are. If you have, if you don't live in Utah and you haven't been to a state Utah store and liquor, a state, I'm sorry, a state liquor store <laughs> in Utah, it's essentially like, it's essentially like going to the DMV. Little, it's as though you bought alcohol from the DMV. Little Twain says it's like a giant bathroom. Yeah, it's like linoleum floors or cement, metal racks. Yeah. You know, nobody prices. and nobody there knows a goddamn no one, I thing. I mean, they know what they've they know like what they've drunk, so they'll yeah. you know they'll know they like oh yeah I like this. Oh yeah, uh, they don't really know what's in their store. No, and they also can't recommend anything. To right, you know. right. They're making seven and a quarter right. an hour probably, and they're and the the biggest discount <clears throat> you'll ever see in a liquor store in Utah is four dollars off. The, that's the biggest. Okay. Sometimes one or two dollars off is yeah. like sale. Normally twenty nine ninety nine. Today twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah. But like, anyway, it's the worst. Uh huh. So just being in this store was so lovely. And then here's the fun thing. What she said? Oh, all of our flavored whiskeys are back here. So I walk back there. Oh. There's the screwball peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Right next to it, creme de cassis, which is a black currant liqueur. Yes, it is. And it said, hey. Buy both of these. Do like three quarters of a shot of peanut butter whiskey, oh. half a shot of creme de cassis. You got a little peanut butter and jelly shot. Oh my fuck. I bet you'll never guess what I did. Did you buy those together and make a butter, I bought butter both of them. and jelly shot? So anyway, <laughs> the peanut butter whiskey is certainly a sign we've strayed too far from God's light. Right. But also a sign that maybe we like being in the darkness. I love it. Let's take a break. Okay. We're back, you guys. Oh, God. You know what we're drinking? Oh, my God. A little cordial glass. A little cordial. A little peanut butter and jelly cordial. Peanut butter and jelly cordial. (laughs) Peanut butter whiskey, creme de cassis. Try it out. The peanut butter whiskey is called Screwball. I'm sure maybe there are other brands, but I've never seen it before. Here's the thing. Normally, when I hear about a peanut butter and jelly flavored thing that, that is not actually a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm just like, no. Right. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. This is delicious. So delicious. So delicious. So anyway. delicious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we are talking about the top five signs that we are fucked. Top five trends that show we've strayed too far from Jesus' light. Yes. Oh, man. Do you prefer <clears throat> if we say Jesus's light or Jesus' light? Oh, I hate when people say Jesus' light. Okay. That's like Judith Light's Hispanic brother, Jesus' right, light. Right, exactly. Okay, so or you're not... a num- sex toy, some kind of sex toy. By the way... Like a flashlight. Today... I was watching Schitt's Creek. Do you watch Schitt's Creek? I have watched a few episodes. Okay. Today I was watching it and um, one of the characters said, um, was talking about dating and she's made a joke about the time that she was dating most of the cast of White Squall and it made me laugh really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brilliant. Anyway. Oh my God, that is brilliant. Okay, so okay. you're number three. My number three, so... This this pause, <laughs> this long lingering pause while you gather yourself and your thoughts is really good audio. It's McMansions. Okay. Okay. So I get it. I get why they why it started to be a thing, right? Right. I get it. 
Right. Um, for for a long time, people were making houses that were kind of zany layouts, not because they were thinking, oh, this is going to be zany. Like, your 70s houses were split level. Right. Um, uh, 80s, 80, homes built in the 80s, I, I, I don't know what they look like now, which is probably means that's a bad sign. That right. They're not really a thing anymore. Um, homes built in the 60s right. were, re- were really funky. I think that people came in and just had to redo the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but the homes built in 50s, 40s, 30s, and earlier are just fucking charming. Right. And so I guess what happened is as the 60s, 70s, 80s, and then, and then we get to the 90s, and that's at some point when McMansion started yes. being, oh, you know, I think in the 80s it was like the Rambler. Yeah. Just like yeah. one level, maybe two level. Yeah. <clears throat> ranch style. Yeah. Um, but, like, who threw up their hands and said, let's just make some giant boxes? Yeah. Let's just make, they're big. Yeah. We'll make the facade really, like, um, magnificent. But on the inside, it's all just white, giant boxes. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing. A few weeks ago, I had to deliver a catering through my job on, like, a Saturday morning out in Harriman, which is full of these McMansions. Mm-hmm. And it's people are moving out there because it, they're so much afford, more affordable than if you were to build a McMansion right. in Salt Lake somewhere. Um, <clears throat> so I go there, and it's this big, huge house that is newish and boxy mm-hmm. and boring mm-hmm. and straight lines everywhere. And... But the thing about it is it's huge and new, right? It's huge and new. Right. Great. Sure. Boring. Whatever. I find out that this guy... Okay. First of all, I was delivering a $2,000 catering because they were celebrating their two-year-old daughter's birthday party. Right. 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 And and then I find out later that um, this guy is a former professional athlete. Mm -hmm. I looked him up. If I told you the team, like, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to say it. And so... Because you've... So far, you've kept everything so, (laughs) so confidential. (laughs) But anyway, like, I just like, wow. They they clearly have tons of money. Mm -hmm. What is appealing about straight, boring, boxy houses? What's appealing about straight anything? It's a... (laughs) It's a trend that just continues, and I don't get it. Kind of like aquariums and zoos. Like we know those aren't cool anymore. They're 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 uh, inexcusable and uncalled for. What I love about a McMansion is when they're like the outside is decorated to look like you're in Tuscany or something, right? And right. you're like, nope, you're not in Tuscany. Right. You're, in, you're in Sandy, Utah. Yeah, yeah. This exactly. Isn't, this isn't the Tuscan hillside. Yeah, and you think you're going to walk into this wonderful, magical place, and it's just a big white box. That that is the thing because a lot of so I used to work in the interior design industry, and what you see in a lot of these houses is people are sort of paying for like the prestige and for like the big fancy house but when you walk <coughs> through the inside of it nothing none, none of nothing in it is special yeah you know the lights are like the builder grade lights yeah. the tile in the kitchen floor is like kind of a builder grade tile right. blah 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 right, 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 right. and it is just very much like you know you got to have the big house to like keep up with the neighbors but really like nothing inside's Nothing inside is nice or of quality or of good report or praiseworthy. It's, it's we do not seek after these things. <laughs> Give me a 
a, 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to stop there. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the other thing that I will say about McMansions that as I become an old crotchety angry person yeah. that I think about more and more. Right. They're not sustainable. We can't all live in a 5,000 square foot home with a big yard. Yeah. Like there's, it's just not possible for the world to sustain. It doesn't make sense for, you know, for, for city development. It doesn't make sense for space relationships. It doesn't make sense for you to live really far out so that you can have your 5,000 square foot home. Mm -hmm. And then you have to drive your car 40 miles every day to get to your place of work. Like it's not good for our planet. Yeah. Like, Live in a small place, you know, preferably close to where you work if you can. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, you can't always do that. But I just, but it's not, anyway, it's you know not what sustainable. Else isn't good and for your house planet? is ugly. One of the reasons people feel like they need a big house, having children. It's yeah. really bad for our planet. That's true. Quit having children. Yeah. What's your number three? <sighs> My number three is going to be really controversial. And I probably shouldn't even say <sighs> oh, it. Oh, shit. But the number three sign that we're fucked and that we've strayed too far for Jesus from Jesus light is that Elizabeth Warren dropped out of the presidential primary. Oh, uh, there was an article that was going around a couple of days after by the Atlantic and the title was we punished Elizabeth Warren for her competence. Yeah. So let me just preface this by saying everyone has their own political views. Everyone has their favorite candidate. Does it mean we don't like Bernie? No. It's fine. And it doesn't mean we wouldn't be thrilled if Biden beat Trump. No, no not at all. Not at all. I mean, I would be bored out of my mind <laughs> if Biden beat Trump, but I would be thrilled to have him in the White House instead of oh, Trump. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. I'm ready. For the second time now, and, and, and I'm not going to get into a lot of policy issues or whatever, and I have seen some very <clears throat> smart arguments from people that I respect who are like, who prefer Bernie to Elizabeth Warren, explaining, like, these are the things about Elizabeth Warren I don't like. And they had very, very smart points. Uh So I don't want to get into the policy issues. Uh But here's the thing. In our last election, we had a woman running. Her name was Hillary Clinton. (laughs) You can think whatever you want about Hillary Clinton. But she was probably the most qualified person who's ever run for office in the United States. She had been, she had lived in the White House. She had been a secretary of state. She had been a senator, like all of these things, right? Yeah. Again, you can totally disagree with her opinions. You can think she murders babies in a pizza hut or whatever Ah. people believe about Ah. the Clintons. Ah. But she was insanely qualified for that role. And we gave the job instead to a completely underqualified man. Mm -hmm. So now here we are, four years later, Oh, my God. Elizabeth Warren, for all intents and purposes, is one of the smartest people who has ever run for office (laughs) in this country. Like, so incredibly brilliant. Went to Harvard Law. So smart. Mm -hmm. You know, had really intelligently thought out plans for all of her platform, you know, all of her platforms. Yes. There was no speaking in platitudes when she spoke. It was not like... It was not like, we should fight for the American dream and we all believe in being Americans together. Like, it wasn't any of that bullshit. It was like, this is what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to get it done. This is how we're going to pay for it. This is how it's going to work. And this is why it's going to benefit people. She was one of the only candidates to talk about trans people. She is one of the only candidates to talk about intersectionality and how we need to support people of color. She had a little hullabaloo where she stated that she had Indian heritage and then later wrote a letter of apology to that 
nation that she had claimed that she had heritage from that you know was something she learned in her family but wrote a letter of apology and said i was i was wrong i should have never said this i should have never claimed this heritage and didn't make a big deal of it like didn't put it out you know she of of all candidates that i've seen was willing to listen to and learn from people and say oh you know what you're right i hadn't thought about it that way before that is something we should do differently or i hadn't approached that this way before and we should work that into our plan like so willing to learn so hard work Working, so incredibly brilliant. Yeah. Now again, you can disagree with her policies. You can disagree with her, you know, her um, international relations positions. You can whatever. But she was so brilliant, and we just completely I, I'm, fucked her over. I, 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 I uh... we ignored her. Yeah. We we held her accountable for things that we did not hold the male accountable male candidates who were running with her right. accountable to. Yeah. We uh we talked about the race as though it was a three person race between, you know, Biden, um Sanders and uh Buttigieg, even though she was like in second place. Right. Like we didn't talk about her at all. <clears throat> right. She single handedly destroyed Mike Bloomberg in yeah. that debate. Yeah. And and probably is a hundred percent responsible for him dropping out of the race mm-hmm. because she made him look like such a fool. Even though the strategic thing to do that night would have been to attack Bernie because Bernie was beating her in the polls. Yeah. So the strategic thing to do would be to go after Bernie. But the right thing to do would was to go after Bloomberg exactly. and expose him for the fraud he was. <laughs> yeah. And it and probably single single handedly caused him to drop out of the pres, out, out of the right. nomination and you know show that you can't buy your way into the presidency right, by right, spending right, money. Right, right, right. And what did we do for it? Nothing. The vast difference in the primary results and Super Tuesday res- other uh, the Super Tuesday results and the other primary results um in her results compared to the men really astounded me. Yeah, me too. Because it's not about her qualifications. Yeah. It is about guess what? The fact that she's fucking female. Yeah. That's fucking it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you can disagree with her policies. And, sure. and I think for sure, some of you as individuals did not want to vote for her because you liked someone else's policies better. And that's fine. But the way she was covered in the media, the way that the majority of people showed up for her, the way that she was treated by the media is 100% because she's a woman. Yeah. And we keep saying, oh, we want a woman president. Oh, but not this woman president. Yeah. Oh, well, what about this one? She's very qualified. She went to Harvard Law. She has all this experience. She's been a senator. She's got all these laws passed while she was a senator. Oh, no, 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 not that woman. We're waiting for a different woman. <laughs> I don't but get we it. did want to vote for Pete Buttigieg, who was like a <clears throat> one-term mayor yeah. of a small <laughs> Midwestern town sure, yeah. that black people hated. We right. were like, that guy seems like he's got it figured out. I know, yeah. Anyway. And and it's so funny, like, we don't, we, we, we want a woman, but not that woman, but we do want to ask her about her skincare routine. Right, exactly. What the fuck? Anyway, anyway okay. I could go on and on. And now the big hullabaloo is she was in a sketch on Saturday Night Live last night, which was hilarious. And she was so charming. And yeah. now everyone's mad that she is on Saturday Night Live and Ugh. that she's not immediately endorsing another candidate <laughs> or how dare she, like uh. she owes it to us. And, and meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg, <clears throat> I'm not trying to bash. I actually really like a yeah, lot of yeah. things about Pete Buttigieg. 
you know, on his social media, he's like going to a play with his husband and people are like, oh, good for him for taking a little break. Yeah. But like Elizabeth Warren is taking a little break and everyone's like, how dare she not immediately endorse another candidate? She owes it to us. We need to get push these progressive policies, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to make a political podcast, but you guys, (laughs) we had one of the most competent, compassionate people running for president who's ever run for president and we shit all over her and we're fucked Yeah, and we've strayed too far. Yeah. From C.J. Jane's light. Right. We're back. All right, number four. My washer is going upstairs. My washer of my of washer and dryer fame. <laughs> and you're like dancing to I'm the like, beats that it's, it's making. It's making some sounds, so I'm kind of like grooving. Okay, my number four is the movie that started this thing. Well, no, just the movie and the part two and the part three. That's the thing I'm talking about. Uh High School Musical. No comment. Like, I know, I know, I know. And I appreciate that. It's like an unspoken boundary there, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk to my therapist about this it tomorrow. It is such a piece of shit. Like, okay, the, the drama teacher is so over-the-top caricature drama teacher that she's not funny. She's not endearing. Every time she's on the screen, I want to eat glass. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the, the kids, they wrote the story so problematically, the kids were just way too fucking talented, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I get that there can be really talented kids in, in high school, but, like, the production value, like, it was just a Disney Channel masturbation uh, all over the whole high school musical concept, right? Um, because when when they would do, what was her name? Sharpay? Uh-huh. Her numbers, she, you know, there, was a, there were these sets and people flying around in the air and shit. Um, and, and it's like, they didn't even try to make the subplots of, of the relationships interesting. And then the quirky girl, the, you know, the quirky girl who's uh-huh. like the third wheel and yeah. probably bi-curious but probably really lesbian or maybe just non-binary. <laughs> anyway, um, it was like actually cast someone who's quirky. Not who's absolutely fucking adorable and put some weird clothes on her. Right. It was just like the Disney mo on on the high on a, when the spin of high of a high school musical, and 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 nothing about it was appealing to me. Nothing about it was like fun. Um, the songs aren't even catchy. They're dumb. They're dumb. Every single <laughs> I feel song. Like I'm not saying anything this <laughs> whole time. All the songs. Or a punchline for me at a party. Okay. <laughs> a young Zac Efron singing does nothing for you? We're Not, all in this together. No. Does nothing for you? I, you, I, I can't even believe you asked together. me that. Okay. Together. Together. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, I, love, I love high school uh, musical. Okay. 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 I know. I know. I know. But I'm that kind of faggot. You're like, you're like smelling some human shit. But can't you smell the garlic they had earlier? <laughs> um, what I would like to point out 
just in case the sound is a little weird on this segment, is that right now my cat is just going back and forth between <laughs> our two laps. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> wagging her big old tail and it, slapping the it, phone. It, it, so I'm trying to yeah. move the phone out of people's way. So here's the thing. People make bad movies all the time. Right. But it's a craze. People love it. Yeah. There's a TV show based Dude, on it. Dude, I know. Like, my, my, my daughters loved it. They were of the target age. Do your daughters watch High School Musical, the musical, the series? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. <laughs> I've seen every episode. They're both covered in tats and, and have substance abuse issues. Um, but anyway. Hey, girls. <laughs> um, but it's just so bad and people love it. But, you know, I also kind of feel that way about Frozen. <gasps> I love Frozen. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, you hate Frozen. Yeah. I thought you were saying you loved Frozen. No. I love Frozen. Yeah. You kind of hate musicals, though. Um, uh, that That's a broad thing for what I'm talking about, which but is you really do hate shitty musicals. musicals. But you hate good musicals, too. Um, Like what? I don't know. Hamilton. I haven't seen Hamilton. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That one's fun if it's done well. Company. Uh, that one's fun. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You gonna be okay? I'm fine. I just feel a little attacked. Well, I'll text you after your therapy appointment tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. I I know it's not for everyone, but I love it. Well, I, I mean, that's like saying I know that drinking urine is not everyone's thing. It's not actually not like that. One <laughs> tiny bit. Not one tiny bit. Anyway, what's your number? Okay, so four? my number four sign that the apocalypse is nigh and we have strayed too far from Jesus' love. <clears throat> Is that bags of Cadbury mini eggs are getting smaller and smaller. The price is getting higher and higher. Mm. And I blame Instagram influencers named Haley. Why? Why don't you blame capitalism? Well, it's part of capitalism, okay. sure. Okay, okay. But there is some cute girl named Haley that goes and buys. This is not a real person. Oh. Are you, you were like going to Instagram to look her up. No. Uh. There is a theoretical person. Her theoretical <clears throat> name is Haley. She loves to post on Instagram about how much she loves Cadbury mini eggs. They're yeah. so popular. Everyone <clears throat> loves them. They're so delicious. Oh, my God, you guys. These are dangerous is what Haley says to the checkout girl. I look forward to them every year in the room where it happens. Yeah. Um, and so she buys them all. And then the good people of Cadbury are like, oh, we could charge a lot more for these and we can make the bags Ooh. smaller. Yeah. And so they keep doing that. Yeah. And so, you know, everyone just loves them so much. They're so delicious. They're so dangerous. And then they just keep getting more expensive and the bags are just smaller and smaller. And I'm angry about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I make some delicious, <laughs> delicious chocolate cookies with Cadbury mini eggs inside. Mm. They're delicious. Yeah. The mini eggs are so fucking expensive. Yeah. So today at Winco, I bought a three pound bag of them. There you go. There you go. You, I'll show, show you. I'll show funny. you, Haley. You know what? I feel the same way. Same concept that you just explained with the bags of eggs about the Big Mac. It used to be so much bigger. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It feels like I'm just holding a little, like, butterscotch disc now. <laughs> a little butterscotch disc <laughs> for a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. But it was never good is the problem. It's nostalgic. Sure. Yeah. But who needs an extra bun on a burger? The extra bun feels superfluous no to me. Yeah. And the Russian dressing. Who needs that drama teacher in High School Musical? No, no one. fucking one. No one. Yeah. There we go. Oh, wow. This one's, number four has been difficult for both of us. <laughs> Maybe not our best choices. Oh, why? Because they know. need to be lighthearted? Fuck that. 
Okay, true. You're going to therapy tomorrow. It's fine. I'm going to talk about mini eggs. I'm going to text you. Um, my number five is going to blow your socks off. Should we just do it? Sure, let's do it. What's your All number right. five? My number five. Oh, just a second. Let me get my legal pad. My number five will not actually <coughs> blow your socks off, but I do feel good about it. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> okay. Um, I, I, I don't know which one to choose here because I hate them both so much. Um, it, 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 I, I'm debating between culottes and the Chucky highlights from the year 2000. <laughs> like, I love a culotte. Like when dudes... With the spiky hair, uh-huh. like the NSYNC guys and the Backstreet Boy guys and Clay Aitken had. Uh-huh. And then, not all of these guys would do it, but, you know, you would have, like, a dark brown hair and then do, like, chunky blonde yeah, highlights. I had those. No, you didn't. I really did. Remember when our friends in college got married and we went and we were at their wedding? I'll pull up pictures when we're done. I don't want to say their names because I don't want to reveal. I don't know who you're talking about. Um... I wore a tan suit. I had an orange shirt and chunky highlights. I don't think I knew you went there then. Went okay. that to went to there to maybe that you wedding didn't. anyway. Okay, maybe you didn't. Culottes, chunky highlights. I love a culotte. Um, <laughs> I would wear a culotte fuck? tomorrow. It's not a skirt because look, let me spread my legs. It's so great. Wah, though. You can't see a thing. It's so great. Why? I don't know. It's like a culotte. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? It's a, it's brilliant. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have any more <laughs> to say about chunky highlights or culottes? It's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of, okay. So this like these trends that were really embraced for a while. Yeah. Um. One was like the giant lace collars that we would yeah that people would we would put on our dresses in the nineties mm-hmm. maybe the late eighties. Do you think that the twenty twenties version of culottes or of chunky highlights is is pastel colored hair because you know how now it's kind of a trend to like dye your hair like light pink or like lavender no and i see people i see i mean yes but no i see like 70 year old women who like dyed their hair lavender oh no i can't decide if it's like cool and fun and like you go girl or if it's like you're a grandma why do you have purple hair you know right right i mean whatever do whatever you want but, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I think the 2020 version of that is the uh, the waist high jeans coming back. Nobody's ass look good looks good in those. High waisted jeans. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's ass looks good in those. Except gay people. Nope. I'll find some photos. Okay. Okay. My number five thing that shows that we are have strayed far from Jesus' light is straight people using poppers. For the gentle listeners out there who are extra gentle, uh-huh. explain what poppers are. Do you know what poppers are? Yes. Have you ever used them? No. Okay. Uh, okay, so poppers are... Oh, God. Now I can't remember the name of the compound. Poppers are a liquid. <laughs> it is like a... <clears throat> it's a type of alcohol. Methyl? Is it methyl? I can't remember. Anyway. Um, it's a, what it what it is. Cast your mind back, old people. Remember when you used to have a VCR cleaning tape that you would put in your VCR to clean the tape, you know, and you had a little liquid and you'd drip it onto the certain parts of the VCR cleaning tape and you'd put it in and it would like clean the heads of your VCR? Yeah. Well, what that liquid was, was poppers. So now that liquid has been rebottled. What's, does it have the name of it? Oh, it's isomel nitrate. Yeah. Or isopentyl. Because in in Australia, they're called like, 
Isopropyl anhydride. Anyway, so... In Australia... The, well, they anyway, they call them one of those chemical names, but I can't remember. Anyway, so it's VCR cleaning fluid. Okay. Um, Where are we going Which is this? legal to be sold as... If, as long as you sell it as a cleaner, it's legal to sell. <laughs> but what... What gay people have been known to do is sniff the poppers, so sort of inhale the fumes from the poppers, mm-hmm. and it gives you a very short-lived kind of rush to the head, kind of high, but honestly short-lived like 15 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. But it but what it the 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 reason that people use it is it's said to like relax the muscles. And so if you are bottoming, <clears throat> right. meaning you're having a dick put in your ass, yes, and then you use poppers, then it is supposed to help your muscles relax. So it's supposed to make that process easier. Right. But it basically just kind of makes you like weird and tingly all over. So if someone's like t- touching your body or you're making out or whatever, like it feels better. Oh. So it's a thing the gays do. Right. But then I've heard of straight starting to do it. Well, they want some butt stuff happening too. But then, but this is what's funny about it is um, I had a friend who's gay who brought some poppers out at a party with a bunch of straight people the other day and they were all sniffing them. And you, you don't actually sniff anything. Nothing goes into your body. You're just inhaling yeah. the fluids. And if you want to write in and tell me like how I'm going to die using <laughs> poppers, please do. But um, all the straights were walking around and they're like, oh my God, you guys, I'm so high. I've been doing poppers. And the gays <laughs> were just like, that's not how they work. Like they're not like mushrooms. They don't make you hallucinate or like they don't affect your ability to make decisions. They literally just make your body like tingly and oh kind my God, of, I'm so, okay, guys, you know. You guys guess what? I'm high. I've been doing Or like poppers. people, because I was talking to some of these people later, these straight people, and they were like, I could never do poppers again. I drink so much vodka after I did poppers. And I was what like, the these things are unrelated. <laughs> doing poppers does not... It's not like getting drunk where you make bad decisions. It literally, because when I heard when I heard my gay friend say he brought out poppers, I was like, were you just like doing them and like sitting on the couch? Because like the whole reason you do them is then like if you're, you know, naked and making out with someone or having sex. Yeah. Like, it enhances the feeling. Enhances anyway. it, baby. Anyway, I just don't think straight people should do poppers. It's like I don't think straight people should rim. <laughs> <laughs> just feels like cultural appropriation. It's not for them. It's not for you. Yeah. You have you have your sex. Right. right. You have your legal right to marry. Yeah. You have your Nicholas Sparks movies. That's Let right. Let us have rimming and poppers. Yeah. I mean, if that's not a t-shirt, I don't know what is. <laughs> you have your Nicholas Sparks movies. Let us, Let us have rimming and poppers. <laughs> rimming and poppers. And just wear that to gay pride. So anyway, that's my number five. Straight people, poppers are not for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're curious, send me a message. I'll tell you more about them. Now, if you want to do butt stuff, go for it. I mean, everyone should do butt stuff. But we stuff. want a full report. Well, yes. But, but also know when you're doing butt stuff that you are, that you should be tipping your hat to your gay fathers and mothers who went before you, <laughs> who, who made it okay to do butt stuff. Thank you. Thank you, gay fathers and mothers. Thank you so much. All right, let's take a little break and then let's wrap this shit up. I'm getting ready to fuck a dude in the ass, by the way. Great. Let's talk about that after the break. Put a strap on. Okay. <laughs> We're back. We're ready. I'm sorry. I cleared my throat right as I started recording. That was a bad idea. I've never done that. Never. Um, let's wrap this up. Okay. Let's wrap it up. So basically the world's going to hell in a handbasket. So here's what I want everyone to do. Okay. Take everything that we listed. Right. And, and, make, it, and, and make it better. 
So go buy some peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> go buy some poppers and give them to your your gay friends. Yes. Go uh, watch High School Musical. No, don't watch High School Musical. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't watch High School Musical. Right. Don't eat cauliflower, cauliflower gnocchi. Just eat cauliflower, deep fried cauliflower deep in fried a wrap. Deep fried cauliflower, yeah. Yeah. When you go to Hamilton, po- post in your caption, like, the bitch sitting next to me um, is really Smells like poppers hot. and J. Lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or something like that. Oh, as part of our wrap-up, this uh-huh. is what we should do. Yes. You wanted to tell me and the gentle listeners about... The Mormon brother that was sitting next to you in the movies. <laughs> I don't know that I wanted to, but that oh. you were like, we will talk about no, this. No, you on said the- that. Oh, I did? You said we will talk about this on the podcast. Oh, okay. So I took my kids to a movie. Um, this weekend. This weekend. We went to see Onward, which is the new like Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. And it was very cute. Okay. So, of course, there were a lot of families there, Ugh. you know, with young kids. Gross. So this family walks in. This is going to make me sound like such a judgy bitch. Good. This family walks in and sits kind of on the same row as us. And it is clearly like a Mormon patriarch, a Mormon matriarch, (laughs) and like their children and their nieces and nephews. And like just, it was like, there was probably 20 people in this group, a whole family affair. So I was probably two or three seats down from the patriarch of this family. Yeah. Um, and there was no one between us. Okay. And there were times in the movie where I was just like straight on staring at him. (laughs) So first of all, he was wearing like some sensible dockers, sensible. a square-toed leather oh, shoe God. with a white tube sock, oh. and probably a polo from like Travis Matthews or something like that. You know, just dressed like straight as straight could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to bet those chinos that he was wearing were not 100% cotton. They were probably like a cotton poly blend with they were like stain resistant. Yeah. You could spill water on them and the water beads off. Right. Because straight guys love a techno fabric. Oh, yeah. A techno fabric. And they were probably 10 years old. They probably were. Anyway, you know, the, he had the like the white t-shirt line underneath the polo, uh, like the whole, the garlic uh, thing. Anyway, so they sit down next to us. They've ordered a large popcorn as one does at the movie. Yeah. And then he proceeds to eat popcorn like he has never had food in his life. Would, okay. Like literally scooping up an entire fistful of popcorn <laughs> and then just cramming it into his, the maw of his mouth. Just like while staring at the screen, just like, wong, 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 like, just like shoving the popcorn in like he's never eaten food before. Instead of like, you know, just picking up like five or six kernels or that six. you can pop in your mouth. Right. And then what he would do is you need to hold the phone while I do this part. Okay. So after he shoved several handfuls of popcorn into his maw, then what he would do is he would go <laughs> as he like brush the popcorn hand. crumbs of off hands. of his hands. Oh my god. And I would I was literally just <clears throat> staring at him for long stretches of yeah. the movie where yeah. I was just like, I fucking hate you. This sad fucker doesn't go to the movies often, clearly. No, he does not. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad we told that. So, <laughs> that's been this week's episode. <laughs> that's it. And one of my children just walked in and is getting a snack out of the kitchen. Hi, son. Hi. Um, so, this has been Hot Drinks. <laughs> I'm Sister Latter-day Twain. I'm Brother Jack Coffee. You can follow us on Instagram, Hot Drinks. <clears throat> you can follow us on Twitter, Hot Drinks. Yeah. You can join our Patreon. You might have heard an ad for it earlier. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hot drinks. And you can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you can Venmo us. You can PayPal us. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't really have to. But, yeah. you know, if you want to. You can send us money on Facebook Messenger. I'm set up for that. Oh, I should be set up for that, too. Apple Pay. Apple Pay. We take it all. <laughs> you want to just send us money? Send us money. Anyway. Um, hey.
So that's all. That's it. Have a great week. Have a great week. Do you want to say anything about the guy that you're in a fucking ass with a strap on? I don't. Okay. Uh, But in three weeks. But coming up. It's three weeks. I have to buy the strap on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you try those on? I mean, I guess you... Oh, okay. No. They're adjustable. Okay. But you can buy ones that are strapless. It's a strapless strap on. So that the woman, it goes up her twaint. What? Yeah. And that's how it stays on her. We're living in the future, And then the part that you stick in the the dude's ass is coming out of your your vagina. Seems so complicated. Uh, Really? Well, like, it's... Then how do you get your point your vagina at his ass? Oh, it's My a- child's not in the room anymore. No, no, no. It's angled perfectly. Oh, okay. So it kind of like curves yeah. up and then, okay. It's a side gig for some NASA, NASA <sighs> engineers, I'm sure. Just, that's a lot. And you can buy ones that, that are like that and vibrate. So both of you get the vibrating action. Great. Yeah. Seems crazy. And then while you're fucking the dude in the ass, you're jacking him off with your hand. Naturally. It's called milking. Uh, yes, I know. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, Alyssa Milano. Okay, let's, we gotta stop now. We just lost a lot of listeners. All right, goodbye.